back to the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jacob. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jackson. Woo! He's back. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Taiwan didn't get invaded, and I'm alive, and the plane didn't get shoot down. Common China L. Common China L. (laughs) Anyway, welcome back everybody to the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. Before we begin, please... Make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a comment before the video already begins on what you think the video is going to be about, because you're probably going to be wrong. (laughs) Also, make sure that you subscribe to the 1313 Podcast YouTube channel, because at 500 subscribers, which we are like, what, 15 away now or something? Yeah, We are going to be giving away either your choice of Bad Batch Rex Black Series or 212 Black Series or or... If we get to that 500 subscriber milestone before the end of this month, you will win both of these figures. Woo! Not your choice of one or the other, but both of them. You're both of them. Both of them. So uh, make sure that you are subscribed. Also, make sure that you're supporting us on Patreon in that Gungan Boss tier, that 1313 tier, because Jackson brought back some goodies that we are going to be giving away yes. this month. So, so one lucky patron in the Gungan <clears throat> Boss tier is going to get their chance to win. What? The 13th Incense Waterbird. The one that is sealed. Not the loose one, because people thought it was the loose one on the first time that we met. <laughs> but I went all the way to the Taipei City Mall. I literally had nothing to do that weekend. Jacob, take that out of your mouth. I had nothing to do that weekend, so I took the MRT, which was an hour from my university, went to the mall, bought that, and went back to my university. So blood, sweat, and tears went into getting this figure. So if you want to be one of the first people in the United States to acquire <laughs> that figure, and for a reasonable price of just supporting us on, on Patreon. Patreon. Go do that so you can win that figure. We will be announcing the winner of that on the first of the month. It's, it's really the first cool. of the month. It's the first of the month. Wake up. We can't do this. It's going to trigger me. <laughs> we'll, just oh, put, we'll just put him Symmetry. Up. Yeah, I got symmetry. Face right. symmetry. He's got like the Christmas sweater. All right, guys, let's let's get into some some good old conservatism on the 1313 podcast. <laughs> According to members of this. If you're not in the Discord already, make sure that you join the Discord to get all of the fun 1313 inside jokes. You know the vibes. And um, aside from that, let us welcome Jackson back to the podcast. Jackson, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, everybody. He's you back. You laughter? <laughs> that was the correct choice. Oops. My bad. Jackson's back. Woo, everybody. Woo. He's back. I'm back Jackson's and I'm back. the biggest joke. <laughs> Jackson's back. Yeah, he's back. So, Jackson, you made it. Yes. We already tested you. You're not a robot. You're not a clone. You're not anything. You're actually Jackson. Action Jackson Maybe. back on Maybe. the back on the podcast. No, I think he's a I think he's a, a Chinese spy. Well, you were always a, a robot, but that's okay. But he just got a firmware update <laughs> while he's there. <laughs> so Jackson, tell us a little bit about your stay at Taiwan. Sure thing. So it was a lot of fun. So contrary to popular belief, it was a lot of work. My classes consisted of six hour periods of speaking and writing and learning uh, how to speak and understand Chinese. So that took up the majority of my time in the country for sure. So the weekends were really the only time I had stuff to do that I wanted. And really within the first couple weeks, I was able to look at most of the sites that I wanted to and whatnot. I'm gonna give a huge shout out to Return of the Nerd, Gary. Thank you so much for all the help in the country. 
He was able to kind of show me around the toy districts that are um, located within Taipei and understand a lot of the culture better that I wasn't really getting in the classroom. Just because what was a very much off-putting was that a lot of Taiwanese people don't like to talk about their history. Like in America, at least, a lot of people understand a lot of major key things that happen in the country. Except for the War of 1812. Except for the War of 1812. I know, know about the War of 1812. I mean, I know a thing or two about the War of 1812. Tommy can scare away women with the War of 1812. <laughs> Trust me, I've done it before. But a lot of people don't like to talk about the history and the culture sometimes. So he was very, very helpful because he's been in Taiwan for 20 years, established as a permanent resident, because you can't attain citizenship in the country if you're a foreigner. So... That's another good reason why oh, so you so can good. never become a citizen. Nope. So think about it. I'm only going to touch on Taiwanese politics for a second. Think about it like American politics. They're very old or very conservative, and they've already established a lot of the laws in the land, and they don't want to see foreigners come to the country and become citizens and live there for forever. That's why it's still majority Taiwanese and Chinese in that country. No whites. No. So... <laughs> Beyond that, it Dang, was NWA down there, man. No whites allowed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the people are extremely friendly. So that was really, really nice. If I had difficulty speaking, people were very patient. Or in a lot of circumstances, the people would pull out Google Translate and talk to me that way. I got a tattoo that the whole procedure had to be done with talking to the artist in uh, Google Translate, just because I didn't understand a lot of the grammar that went along with it. The funny story with that is when I was, before I was going to go in, I already prepared sentence, sentences mentally to be like, hey, my name's Jax and I'm here for my appointment at this time and date. But the word I used for date was incorrect. I used the word date as in a date between a man and a woman. Ooh. So when I came in and I said my stuff, the people went, huh? Huh? And like, I told my teacher about it afterwards and I showed her what I said and she was like, that's not the right word to use. But I was very fortunate because there was a guy there who's uh, just a year younger than I am who was getting a tattoo and he could speak a little bit of English. So he helped me communicate a little. So that was a lot of fun. But my best weekend in the country had to be getting my tattoo, exploring a lot of uh, Taipei City and then hanging out with Gary the next day to go see a lot of like the nerd culture because if you tune into the live Taiwan is huge on nerd culture just because in America I feel like a lot of people are hesitant towards it like if you see a billboard with an anime woman th this is the biggest like example I'll give people in America will like double take at it and be like that's, that's weird that's weird that's off-putting but people there think it's normal they <laughs> do not give it like a second thought and whatnot like people our dad's age will walk around with like anime apparel and keychains and stuff. The crappy ads that you see on TikTok of like the anime, like reader games, people like Rome people uh, watch and play those on the MRTs and whatnot. I've seen it. So the story ones. Yeah. The story ones. No, Dude, the outrageous. Do you kiss Ken or do you Ken? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotta download this app to find out where to kiss Ken <laughs> that, no that's what kind of shocked me is that people go hook line and sinker for those apps really it's, it's huge like there. episode this, is that a, what the one is called I have to find out <laughs> <laughs> so that was really really cool that was honestly the biggest culture shock because I'm not dogging the country but Taiwan the men in Taiwan Did someone say are, dogs 
Oh, I, I almost I, I couldn't not, my toes. Do not. Almost did. Oops. Yes. But the men in the country are not very masculine. So like when I say that as well, think about like us on the podcast. We're very outgoing. We're we establish we're ourselves. Freaking big, it's a big boy con- podcast. Look at these guns! Yeah, men in Taiwan are very reserved. Like they 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 keep to themselves a whole lot. They're not very like outgoing. Even like public officials, like police officers and whatnot, are like skinny they're not like a, skinny like boy. when you look at a police officer in America. Sometimes it could be a very fit man who's got like the whole kit strapped on him and whatnot. And sometimes like, it's the donut eater three thousand. Yeah, they reek authority and presence. Yeah, sometimes the only way they're catching people is downhill. But you know. <laughs> But yeah, you get what I'm saying at least is that men in this country can sometimes have a presence and yeah. confidence in what people there never had. I never once felt intimidated by other people, which uh, I was talking to Gary about that. He was just saying that's just how the society has just become in general, which again, it's submissive. When people talk about readable. like culture shock and seeing how other people operate. The <laughs> world is very much not America. So it was really good to see how other societies behave compared to our society and understand that not everybody really does think like us in most terms. You heard it here first, folks. Taiwan is not America. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or like something else that I thought was really interesting was that the idea of gyms is a very brand new idea in the country. Not a lot of people work out and especially women, just because women in the country to be seen as beautiful by their standards have to have like the very white skin. They have to be very thin, like literally built like a two by four you pick up from Lowe's. And so <laughs> a lot of women don't work out. And if men work out, it's only for like the appeal of look. And a lot of times because of that, they take a lot of steroids. So when I went to the gym, it was a lot of people who were very top heavy, but chicken leg on the bottom, just because they liked how Americans looked. Or another thing that Gary explained was that the idea of having like a dog as a pet is a very new idea <clears throat> just because there's a lot of stray animals in the country. And so what a lot of people do now is they'll take them and keep them just because Americans have them and that looks cool and that looks fun. So we're a much more big influence on the world than I thought we were to begin with. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the ideas of trends that they want to take come from America, come from Obviously, England as well is going to be another, but mostly America, though. Yeah, but nobody really cares about British people, so. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) But if you want, I can talk a little bit about the toy aspect, too. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the part that most people are going to enjoy. Oh, I I don't know why, but I just got this image in my head of just like these Jackson walks in the gym. Because in the pictures that Jackson was showing us, he's like so much taller than everybody. Yeah. So I just like imagine Jackson walking into the gym. There's just a bunch of like four foot tall dudes that are super top heavy and have these tiny little legs. Just walking. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. around the gym. Just (laughs) Mr. Krabs walking. (laughs) Good old iron abs. Crabs going around the gym. People in Taiwan are also very short compared to Americans. So if I bought clothes for myself, it was very difficult to find the right size sometimes. Huh. 3X. So I'll get a little bit into the Shinki Dachan Wanchu, which is the Star Wars toys. So Shinki Dachan is how you say Star Wars. And the translation of Star Wars is the Ronald Reagan Star Wars um, project. What? Like the Star Wars like initiative and whatnot of like putting people in space. Oh, That's okay. How George Lucas, yeah, how he got the name. So for Star Wars specifically, at least in Taiwan, how Gary was explaining it to me was that 
Star Wars is still very much niche in Taiwan because Marvel is much, much more popular. He was telling me that when the first Iron Man movie came out, that people like it like blew up all over the Asian countries because thought they thought Iron Man was like it the blew up all the Asian ever. countries. <laughs> 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 they thought the idea of the Iron Man suit. And everything behind it was like super cool. So there's still a lot of like Iron Man stuff, like in a lot of phone stores and tech shops I went by, they would have Iron Man imagery or toys and whatnot. So Marvel has a huge, huge presence in the country where Star Wars does not. So when I would go to toy stores, there would always be a very good stock of Star Wars toys when I was there, just because not a lot of people were buying them. And in terms of Star Wars, like, uh, toys in general. If you for yourself end up going, the store that I went to is called Toy Ego. It, that's just, that's the English word for it is on it. It's got like an E that's like tilted and whatnot. Mm. But they had, for the most part, all the brand new like stock of Black Series figures. So the 13th Battalion Trooper was a big one that was there. I picked up the Amazon uh, Cad Bane that's coming later this year. The Dark Troopers there, Sev and Fixer. The Obi-Wan Kenobi wave is there. It's already more heavily here in the US, but when I was there, at least, it was a little bit harder to find. The Tartakovsky clones are there. Um, uh, well, like the Walmart exclusive, like the Black Series one. I could only find General Grievous <coughs> and Mace Windu, not really Fordo, but even in one toy shop that I went to, they had that droid three pack for the Black Series. When it translated to American, it was about like 80-ish. Okay. So that was interesting, but realistically uh taiwan gets new black series figures about three or four months comfortably i would say before the u.s does <clears throat> which is really convenient i guess if you're there and you want to get it and it made the collecting aspect a lot of fun again just because it was i could go to taipei city almost every other week and they would have a brand new black series figure like the last week i was in country they got fixer in so i rushed over to get fixer immediately so I brought him home and I really like the Delta Squad figures now. So that worked out really cool. The prices though are just about the same, but slightly different than the US. So a lot of the Taiwanese uh, collectors understand the value of some of the figures. So like the uh, 13th Battalion Trooper, for example, is about a thousand NTD. So when that translates to American, that's about 25 or 26 roughly. I got the Amazon Cad Bane for about eight, 100 NTD, which is about 20-ish, I want to say. This is very rough conversions. The um, When I was in Taiwan, the NTD actually went up in value for um, US currency, so it might be going down now. But it was around probably like 20 bucks for the Cad Bane, which is pretty good, I would say. But for a lot of uh, foreign goods, if they understand a lot of Americans and people from around the world are traveling, they just make it the equivalent of what it would be in those countries, just so we're not like buying these up for really cheap and taking them. But one of the really convenient parts that um, I was able to see as well is that if you're familiar with Return of the Nerd on social media, he actually sells Black Series figures that he acquires in Taiwan to across, well, to the United States and Canada and other people as well. So I kind of wanted to talk about if people are interested in doing that, just because if you've been seeing from the plethora of reviews, Jacob and Tommy have been putting out. I gotta make mine still. I gotta make We have them. a bunch of the stuff. I can see the Dark Trooper. There's the um, prototype Boba Fett that's coming to Amazon later and whatnot. 
So <clears throat> what Gary does is that he will sometimes go around to the different stores in Taiwan and buy up the figures that they're selling, or he literally will buy the figures from the Hasbro warehouse. Uh, so Hasbro makes and assembles the Black Series figures, from my understanding, in China. And then from China, they have warehouses uh, that they ship those figures to in Taiwan. So what he will do is he will call the Hasbro warehouse and say, I want this much of this figure. And he will either drive to the warehouse and pick it up or they will send it to him. That's convenient. So they, that's how there must be a surplus of figures here and there and why something like the um, con exclusive Rex can still exist is that they must make a bunch of overstock. If people like him can roll up to the factory and take a bunch of the figures and whatnot to begin with, Right. So Sorry, well, my pre-order gets canceled. That's what I was thinking. Is what if that's also it's Return of the Kingston. Nerd's fault? It's Return of the Nerd's it's fault. Not his fault. It's all your fault. It's and not. <laughs> it's all your fault. A lot of other collectors do this too, but from there, if he acquires a figure, overseas scalpers, overseas scalpers. <laughs> They spawn killing the US. Dude, oh. spawn killing the US stock. Spawn killing the US stock. That's why we don't see stuff at Target. Um, Time to make know, that into a shirt. Did you know at GameStops, so I took I took my brother out, shout out okay. Logan, to um, a Jeez. bunch of stores for his birthday, mm -hmm. which actually, when we're recording this, it is his birthday. So how happy, happy birthday, Logan. birthday, Logan. And so... Um, wait, 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 wait. Woo! <laughs> and... Uh, we went to GameStop to buy him a uh, Black Series boss because he really oh, wanted one, and it was twenty nine ninety nine. Oh. That's how much they're charging for their gaming greats figures now. All of them. So, so now NECA and ba Black Series are at the same, same cost. Point. And then um, the other thing I was going to say was, did you know that Jacob bombed Cambodia while you were going? Yeah, um, did you I hear I, about that. I watched and listened to all the podcasts. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah Jacob I bombed see Cambodia. The, the news coverage. There's a, yeah. a carpet bomb on the city's capital. <clears throat> you should go to Myanmar and Burma next. Fix the situation. Three thousand dead. Five minutes. But what was I talking about? So. If you pay attention to Return of the Nerd's social media, when he gets figures, he'll post when he's going to do a drop, and he'll post on his website when he's going to sell something. And then from there, you buy it. You basically buy it at the American price. He's very fair with everything he does. And so this is the part I was going to talk about uh, for a lot of collectors if you're interested in really getting the figures early. So the biggest thing is the shipping then. So typically, if you buy two figures, so let's roughly say two figures are 25 that you're purchasing them for. That's 50 right there for that. And then to ship the figures then is $12, really, for the two. That's what my dad was saying that it was for some of the stuff that he was buying. So when you really break down the costs, it is a, it's a little bit more, really, just to get it. Because you're still going to pay shipping here in the U.S. It's going to be about maybe five, six bucks, depending on who you're buying it from. So you're spending probably an additional five, six bucks on his shipping. You're now. paying the early tax. Exactly. So in my opinion, then, that's where I really see it is worth it. And I think now, depending on the figures, I might just buy from him a lot more than I do from Big Bad. Because when I see it as well breaking down into costs, I'm paying that little bit of an extra fee, not only to get the figure early, but I'm supporting a guy who I know is making this his business then because that's what he does there. He's constantly getting the figures and selling them back to other people, whether it's in the country 
or overseas as well. So yeah. use code 1313. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But so in my opinion, and especially after meeting him, I feel more inclined than to purchase from him because we made that personal connection. And I know he isn't, he's not upcharging a figure for an outrageous, an outrageously large price. He's buying it for the price that uh, Hasbro selling it to him or whatever the value that the toy stores have it for. And he's just trying to help collectors out. So I think it's very worth it. Like only a couple of days ago, my dad put in an order for four of the Mace Windu troopers from Walgreens. And from my knowledge, those aren't in the US yet, but they're supposed to be releasing in September-ish time, I heard. I'm not really sure. We but it's, when you buy from Gary as well, it's only gonna take about two weeks-ish maybe, or a week for the figures to get here, which again, is really worth it because then with the whole Walgreens debacle in the first place, I guaranteed have that figure now, you know? It isn't a huge thing that I'm going around to all the different Walgreens. And now I'm giving people like Jeff in our community a chance to get the figure if he wants it or some of his friends too. Right. So, because that's the unfortunate part of competing for it that I feel bad for is that you compete with all the collectors in your area. I don't know, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> it's really that simple. No, like you, if you, if you either respect the grind or I don't get no figures. Shout out to Jeff. He grinded harder than me. He got I'm the about to go to Jeff work. later. Fix up Shout out story. to Jeff, the barber. Um, Jeff, the barber. barber. Shout out to my barber dog. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I was talking to him about the uh, the new wave of Black Series. Uh, he was like, yeah, I was at Target and I got really lucky. I found the, dark, the Obi-Wan Kenobi wave. I was like, did you happen to get everything but the Ewok Leia? He was like, yeah. I was like, no, like I was a, a day late. <laughs> it was you. But, um, that was fun. But apparently he was telling me that he saw the box sitting on the cart and he asked them to Ooh. open it. So it didn't even have a chance to hit the pegs. Sweet. So that's good. He got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good respect. Respect. I got all mine from, I, I mean, you were, you were talking about, um, I'm still waiting on mine. Getting stuff from, um, is Gary, he says. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I only know him as return of the nerd. My brain yeah. only knows. So you do that. And then I also think that, you know, there's advantages and there's disadvantages. You're mm -hmm. paying a little bit more money. Yeah. But you, when you're doing that, you're paying more. There's got to be a reason for it. You know, like for me personally, unless I'm trying to really get a, a, an early review mm -hmm. out for this figure as a content creator, yeah. I personally am just going to continue to go through my preferred place, yeah. Big Bad Toy Store. And I know that there's other people like Skywalker Hendricks, for example. Yes. He is notorious for getting early reviews out he for gets figures. It from he gets yeah. it. He gets it from Gary. A lot of American collectors who get him earlier from Gary. Except yeah. I don't know how the heck Lance Speeder Luke. Well, gets he's everything he's over second. near to there. Oh, yeah, okay, he's over nearer to that time zone. He's just goaded. Yeah, he's <laughs> just uh, Lance Speeder. Shout out to Lance Speeder Luke, one of our absolutely goaded with the sauce. Yes. Um. Yeah, but I think it comes down to like at the end of the day, what what are your intentions? You know, do you mm -hmm. is it just because you really want the figure that bad, exactly. or like in our case, in Skywalker Hendrix's case, it's like you want to get a review out for a figure for content for your channel, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think, I think in that regard, it's a really good idea, Exactly. you know, but like, then again, if it's like a, a figure that I don't really care to do a review for or anything like that, I'm not going to pay the extra money for it. Like you're mm -hmm. going to see, uh, you probably already seen, there's a Tika black series review on our YouTube channel now. Um, and, uh, I, I just was really brutally honest about the figure. Like yeah. I, I was, and, and looking back, that's a figure that I probably wouldn't have even paid retail for i would have just waited for it to go on discount or something mm -hmm. um but we love tika but action figure 
cringe. Anyways, yeah. uh, no. but I, yeah. No, I 100% agree. It's definitely worth it depending on what figure you're getting. Like, he gets the Walmart exclusives and the Target exclusives. The hard stuff to get. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like it's 100% worth it if you're doing that. Because then, in my opinion, and my reason for doing that is I'm supporting him. But then I'm also avoiding the headache that comes with trying to battle to get those exclusives off the website and everything yes. else. Yeah. I know. You're saying a lot of people are going crazy for one of the TVC ones that was just starting to hit the country because somebody had purchased a huge quantity of it from Hong Kong and was like sitting on it and whatnot and charging it for a little bit more. But that's, again, what I like about Gary. He's very fair with everything yeah, he does. Right. And at the same time, you know, the fellow's got to eat. Man's got to eat. So you got to <laughs> think about that. But the exchange rate for currency compared to American is, again, very much different there too. So... To be completely honest, I I couldn't break down how much you would ever make from doing the figures and whatnot, just because expenses are also different in both of right, the countries. Right, of course. There's a lot of other things to worry about. Now, you mentioned eating, and yeah. because I'm very hungry right now, tell us about McDonald's in Taiwan. Hi, Dong Lao. So, uh... In, in Japan, when my dad was in Japan, they called it Makudunadidos. Makudun... Oh, that's funny. They just call it Mai Dong Lao. You know what they call, uh... Big Mac in, in France, Royale with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they call a Big Mac in uh, Chinese. <clears throat> Literally, the word for hamburger is hanbao, so they call it da hanbao, which means big hamburger. <laughs> So that literally when I looked at the menu, it just said Dahanbao. And I was like, there's no way. <laughs> so that was pretty funny to order it. But um, at least I guess to talk a little bit about the food itself, the quantities there are very small. When people joke and say Americans eat really big food, that's not a lie. I really see it now. We no, eat we absolutely really, do. really yeah. big portion mm -hmm. sizes in really big meals. That's why we're so we're so tall and we're so strong. And masculine. <gasps> there is very small but it's also very cheap so like if i went out to a dinner or something typically if i were to pay around the realm of about 120 um ntd for a meal that would be about uh four dollars american Ooh, so wow. it was really cheap to eat there um the american chains are a little bit more expensive but even at mcdonald's expected though i probably paid five dollars for um, a Big Mac meal, really, and that was substituting my drink for the McFlurry. Um, you got a McFlurry? Because, okay, because here's the thing about the drinks there. People in Taiwan really, really love tea, and they love milk tea. So when you I'm go like to a restaurant... tea and like all that stuff, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so when you go to a restaurant, you can't just go and get a Coke or a water, usually. You have to get a tea. Not even water? Sometimes, at least from what I've seen, they don't really serve water. What? Because you get the water from the tea. So that's why oh, people want to okay. drink it then. Dehydrated fellas. So I would, my water bottle was with me everywhere religiously because I had to drink water. So. Wait, you um, have to, why do you have to drink water? Because I don't like drinking tea. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just messing uh, with you. My bad. <laughs> the joke. So yeah. I would usually just get something like a McFlurry and whatnot. But the sizing for that, like, especially at like a McDonald's. So. The Big Mac is literally the same exact thing. It's going to be in the United States. Tasted the same and everything. Cool. Sizing for the fries is really, really weird. Like a large McDonald's fry is like our medium for a fry. Really? Like that's how big it gets. Whack. 
it tastes the same <clears> but <throat> in a lot of circumstances <clears throat> a lot of things are desalted because the government also regulates how much junk is in food to begin with so when i Just was in like taiwan michelle I, obama <laughs> shout out to michelle obama for destroying school for lunches. destroying school lunches but <laughs> when i ate food in taiwan it was very healthy for me most of the time compared to like american stuff but I, I ain't gonna lie, I miss the American Greece, so I was happy to get back to it. Mm -hmm. But like I said, a lot of the portions are really small or like I would go out and buy groceries every week and even just doing that, like it was really hard because a lot of the sizes for stuff <laughs> is hard. Like what looks like a party size bag of Doritos has like not a lot of Doritos at all. Well, that's just classic Frito-Lay. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately so. But the food there was very, very good. People will talk about one of the things that's very hard to stay away from when you're in Taiwan is eating all the time. Yeah. And I can very much see that. It was very, very difficult to go somewhere and find bad food just because a lot of people cook the food really well and their chicken is outstanding because as the old legend goes was that when black GIs went to uh, Korea during the Korean Wars, they taught Asian people how to properly fry chicken like how we do in America. And then they perfected that and brought it to Japan and Taiwan and China. Oh. So that's like the age old myth and whatnot, but they know how to fry chicken there. It was really, really good when I had it. Nice. So I, that's something I'll miss for sure. And while we're on the topic of food, I'm going to talk about what happened last night because I thought it was really, really funny. Oh, and, and I mean, really if you fun. want to. Yeah, well, so Jackson on his trip, went to the, the zoo and he grabbed some trinkets for, him, for our neighbors. Yes. Our neighbors are from China. And um, they have three three young kids and they own a restaurant in our town. And it's just like a new startup. Uh, it's really good. It's really good. Really good Chinese like Really good food. Really good so food. It's we more went, authentic too. Mm -hmm. We went there to give the kids the these like little like panda keychains that Jackson got for them at the zoo. And I tagged along with Jackson. I was like, oh, we're just going to step in. He's going to talk to their mom for like a little bit about like his experience. And then like, he'll be like, oh, I'll show you like all the stuff I got like later. I'll show you like this stuff. But in the meantime, here's these. It was their oldest kid. Uh, her name is Sunny. It was her 13th birthday. And they were like, oh, um, here, just sit down. And I was like, oh, we're just going to sit down and wait for her to get done like in the kitchen. And then she'll come out and she'll talk. And then they start bringing out these big plates of food. And there's this long table and there's streamers and something that says happy birthday. And it dawns upon me. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're <laughs> sitting in on the birthday party. So um, they bring out like, the, like they have like this giant splay of food. And there was like maybe like 14, 15 people there. And they're all they're all Chinese and they're not speaking English at all. So Jackson's like doing OK because he's at the point where he can at least understand everything. I have no idea what's <laughs> going on like the entire time. So, and I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to do it. So I'm, literally I'm sitting like straight as I can and I'm trying to eat as respectfully as possible. Anytime they offer me something, I go, yep. And I eat it. And if, even if I didn't like it, which I was actually surprised, I loved everything they had. It was really, really good. But like, even there was like, um, there's this soup and it had like fish in it and the fish was like really good, but it had like peppers in it and the peppers tasted like how, um, eerie thing, how the wacky shack smells. Oh. So it was, it was really <laughs> oh. weird. So, uh, but kudos for me. I like how the Wacky Shack smells. So, um, uh, it, context, Wacky Shack is an amusement park ride in our hometown. Um, it's a very distinct scent to it. But, um, so yeah, I, it, it was super fun. We were there for like an hour 
And like the entire time Jackson's talking to uh, their mom and saying like things. And I'm just sitting there just eating with a smile on my face. And at one point, the lady like nudges me. She just said something in Chinese. And I thought she was asking for a plate of something. So I went to pass it to her. She, she was like, asking how the food was. She was asking how it was. <laughs> I had no clue. And she's like, no, no. Uh, do you like? I was like, oh, yeah, this is my favorite so far. And she goes, I made that. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, it's super. It was like butter noodles with shrimp on top. But the yeah. shrimp was like filleted open. Um, it was really, really good. So uh, thank you for having me for dinner. Yes. I doubt that y'all were expecting me to be there. <clears throat> I feel bad funny. if I did anything rude. I apologize. I know they're not watching this, but that was really, really funny. Because I was kind of like, oh no, <laughs> we're in the birthday party. <laughs> but That's um, great. Yeah, so that so, happened. Speaking of our hometown, okay. we have made the announcement on our social media. Oh, yeah. It's official. We are going to be at our city's local Comic-Con. Um, EerieCon is going to be from, uh, it's going to be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday from September 16th, 17th, and 18th. Yep. Um, we have a booth. We're going to be at booth 300 at the uh, Erie Convention Center. Yep. So we are going to have a little booth. We're going to have a camera set up and a microphone set up where you can do interviews. Mm -hmm. um, we'll do, uh, we'll vlog the whole experience. Um, so you'll get to see that as a video on our YouTube channel. That'll we're be probably, cool. be, probably going to do it because I think this is what would work <laughs> best for recordings. We're probably going to do like scheduled times. Um, not necessarily really? like for the, cause I don't want to have the camera sitting out in the way the entire time cause it's going to die. So I feel like if we did like a, a time slot for like, maybe like a three hour time slot, like that's when we pull out. Well, I was, out. I was just seeing it more as like the camera's just like there and we just bust it out and turn it on. If yeah. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just okay. feel like if we had like, I don't yeah, know. On if, all day. No, I was saying, uh, cause I thought that's what you were thinking. Like, no, on all day. Dude, I was going to say, that's so much no, footage to shoot through. I was going to say like, if we had like a three hour period, like where we like dedicated our time to doing it rather than like meeting people, I feel like that would work. Yeah. And, and, and I'm excited, most excited for this because we have people who watch the podcast that are coming to see us from considerable distances, mm -hmm. yes. some of you. Um, I know I talked to Hybrid Toy Reviews, who is uh, in our local area. Yeah. Um, Frank! He's, is he coming? Yeah, yeah. he... Because <laughs> Jackson's not going to be there. Jackson has a, a training exercise that yes, weekend. Yes, they decided to change the time frame for the training exercise a week earlier than what we have always done. So... That sucks for me because I won't be there. Well, it's okay. We'll just snap your femur. I'll be back Sunday up. afternoon. We'll just like, like have a mannequin tape your face to it. Yeah. So uh, we'll. Um, so what we're gonna do is we have a bunch of events planned. So if you want to get involved with that with us, if you plan on coming, um, all the details are on our social media, and you should join the Discord if you want to ask us any questions. You can email us. Our links to everything is in the description mm -hmm. below. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna be doing all kinds of cool stuff. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, at least me, I thought it would be fun to, as part of the vlog, try to hit up some of the Walmarts and Target in our area um, after the Saturday to like take some of the guys that are going with us okay. on a figure hunt, find absolutely nothing, and you know have that experience That's together. Funny. I know um, Leitendi is coming. I know that um, uh, Ben AKA, Taylor. Ben, ben Taylor, Taylor is coming. So yeah, Leitendi, aka Hunter Schultz. Ben Taylor showing up. Um, I know that uh, Tall Guy One Hundred Two is might be coming. Um, I know that. Uh, Jay guys in the discord is making mm -hmm. his way up here. So the, some of these guys are traveling like nine and 10 hour yes. drives away. And um, just if you're staying for the weekend, 
you can hang out with us outside of the con during the con. Mm. We are more than happy to hang out with you guys. Mm. And it is absolutely surreal to think that people are driving nine and 10 hours mm. to come hang out with us for a weekend. And so, I'm stoked for that. So, so if you want, come check out the con. Uh, we'll have all sorts of details and stuff about that. And for all my 21 and older gang, <laughs> we're going to take you out to the downtown, do some bar hopping one of the nights. So that'll be a lot of fun too. There's only one bar that I may enter. Um, other than that, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll probably just go to the one with you guys. Well, most of the time, all, all, I mean, in the past, all I've ever had to do is just say this person is driving. Just use my idea, Jacob. Whoa! No, don't. That's illegal. Whoa! Felony! Jackson, the person who doesn't have the use of using illegal licenses and providing those. Oh my gosh, just a federal offense of the state, not only the main government. This kid that I worked with, that's under 21, he was showing, he's talking about his fake ID. And so I've been trained in like being able to identify a fake ID. And I was like, I was like, let me see it. He gives it to me and I just, and he, I told him to give me his real one and his fake one like yeah. and like to randomly give me one i didn't want to know which was which he hands me the fake and immediately i was like yeah this is fake and i just handed it back to him he was like you didn't even look at it. i said yeah and then i went over like nine and ten different things i was like yeah this is why it's fake dude i said i said you should you should definitely like smooth out this and like get this done whatever <laughs> like if you wanted a better one i would do this and he was just like that's awful. I said, yeah, but like a bouncer is not going to like notice the difference, you know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, Jeez. but, but, um, no, we're very excited to see you yes, there. Super we, stoked. We're probably going to have some merch for sale. If you merch? Really get some. We might be doing a giveaway of a special giveaway. Thing. If I can get it done in time, there's a little <laughs> hint as to what it may be. Yeah. But, uh, hopefully by then we'll have hit 500 subscribers. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Gotta advertise to the people. And hopefully we'll see some of you there. To those who are already coming, thank you so much. We're super excited to see you. I'm stoked to hang out with everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, sad I get to miss it. L. L. L me. Common Jackson L. Plethora <laughs> of Jackson L's. Uh, um, but, oh, I got a question of the day for you guys. Oh, let's okay. hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Let's hear it. So what is your favorite Star Wars thing like obscure thing and i don't mean like uh like a character or a plot i mean like an obscure object in star wars like what's like a tool or like a piece of something that like nobody would think about but it like when, it, when you see it you're like that's star wars okay can it be like a place uh, an object what did i say <laughs> of course it could be an object don't be wait, wait, could it <laughs> Could it be an object? <laughs> You're an object. <laughs> um, um, I would, because if it was a place, I would say for some reason I've always thought that the the Camino training facility for the clones from the Clone Wars, I've always thought that that was like the absolute coolest thing. Hmm. It's like kind of like a laser tag like hmm. type deal. I always, I don't know, I just always thought that, that was super super cool. And every time I think about Star Wars, like that's what that's one of the things I think about. Hmm. I don't know. I guess for me, bucket hats. I can't really think of a lot of things off the top of my head, but when I see snow, I immediately correlate it to Hoth, just because I really, really liked oh, the Hoth scene of Empire yeah. growing up a lot. Anytime I see any kind of like a picture, or like when I'm when I've been traveling, like a grandiose landscape, whether it be mm -hmm. like a huge valley or like mountains or something like that, I always think of Star Wars. And I just think of some planet from Star Wars. Like I don't feel mm -hmm. like I'm on Earth anymore. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Interesting. I'm a loser. 
<laughs> I was gonna say, um, I think related to an object, I think minus the DC fifteen or seventeen. Uh, the DC seventeen is the blaster pistol. Yes. Yeah. It, okay. Um, I think that's my probably one of my favorite like Star Wars like kind of like things, like just like mm-hmm. an object within the Star Wars universe that isn't kind of like mainstream. I guess it kind of is, but um, no, I just I think it's cool. Based Jacob, oh I like guns. <laughs> I like guns. <laughs> um, oh, um, in some other news, uh, there's going to be an IMAX viewing available yes. for Rogue One mm-hmm. coming up. When is it? Uh, the 26th of this month. Yes. Holy crap! Oh, crap. Do you want to go see it? it? I have to go see it. Okay. What is it? A Friday? Yep. Oh boy. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely go see it. So and there's going to be an exclusive. Viewing is that uh, something we can purchase for our area if we don't have an IMAX theater? Because sometimes no, stuff- it, the closest one is Pittsburgh, so we're driving. It's on a Friday night, and we if and at that viewing, it's not just the movie. There's also an exclusive sneak peek at Andor. Mm-hmm. I know because that's what I was gonna say. Dang it! So I need to see that. I need to get a taste of Andor. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, well, I'll go and I'll record it for everybody. Jacob's gonna do the whole oh. the whole over the shoulder thing where he records over the shoulder and then the person in front of him is gonna be like <coughs> and then Jacob's gonna be moving the camera around. Oh! Oh! I was just checking my schedule to see if I had something next Friday and I don't. So oh boy. Now I just have to get off work. I don't have work uh, in the afternoon that day. So Ooh, that's exciting. Oh man, my body. You really gotta think about doing that <sighs> Jeez, two hours now? Yeah, dude. Yeah. For the grind. For the, for grind. the grind. Because then we could do that for the next podcast episode. We what time do you guys want to go? 8.30? What, how many, when are the viewers? Let's make this plan. 1.40? Let's, let's make this no, plan. Let's do it right now. No. 5.05 no, or 8.30? No, I'm no, saying no. 8.30. I need to look at my schedule. It's $15 a ticket. <laughs> that's not that bad. Bro, that's like six it's, more dollars like, than it is here. Oh my gosh, the seats are selling out. The whole center row is gone, basically. We can get the handicapped ones in the back. No. Oh, I basically am handicapped, so... All right. Call me a cripple because my moves are ill, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, in, uh, again with Taiwan, though. If you want to see more of Jackson talking about Taiwan, we did do yeah. a live stream. Or you can message me, too, about it. Or ask questions in the Discord. Just because I could talk about it for a very, very long time, but... I'm not going to talk about it forever on the podcast. Do the I really wanted to hammer down the fact about the Star Wars stuff, though, mm-hmm. and buying definitely, definitely. figures there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. anything else to talk about today? No, I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't think that there's much else for us to talk about this week. Well, this was the Jackson episode, I guess. The ja- I guess Action Jackson was, cast. Yeah, the Jackson episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. But yeah, guys. So this was this was another episode of thirteen thirteen podcast. <laughs> whole lot of na- whole lot of no Star Wars this episode, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. it was cool. So you know, everybody, welcome back, Jackson. I'm glad to be back. Make sure you join that um, that Discord. So or contact us if you want to know more about the convention. We'll send mm-hmm. you links. We'll send you things for the tickets for all that stuff. If you're looking for hotels to stay at, if you're planning to come for the weekend, we can we'll hit you up with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, seriously. Um, if you want to bum on my floor, I got you. We no. got we have a lot of stuff in the works that's not content related um, that we're working on as well. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been leaking stuff to the Patreon, mm-hmm. um, and, and apparently so, Instagram's been leaking it too because my dad showed me that apparently there's an ad for it. 
There is? Yeah. What? On Instagram. That's so, so if crazy. you see it on Instagram, let us know. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, with that being said, um, everybody, thank you again for watching a new episode of the 1313 Podcast. Please, everybody, make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe, and share this with your friends, Facebook, MySpace, LinkedIn. So that way we can hit that 500 subscriber mark, so that way we can give away both of these figures to one lucky winner when we hit that milestone. Also, be sure to join the Discord, tons of fun in the Discord if you want to find out more about the con. Make sure that you hit us up in the Discord, but you can also find all the details posted on our Instagram. Uh, is it on our Twitter? It is on our Twitter. Yeah. It's on our Twitter because we have a Twitter. It's not on our TikTok, but make sure that you follow us on TikTok. Our TikTok kind of dead. Yeah. Unfortunately. We'll come up with more ideas. Mm -hmm. well, maybe we'll shoot some TikTok dances with people at the con. Um, maybe. But thank you all so much for watching this episode. We appreciate it. We will see you all next time. Goodbye, everybody! Dun 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 Da 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 da